Want to turn your immune system into a raging fire of misery? Today I'm going to share with you the five worst foods that you can eat if you have an autoimmune disease. You're watching the Dr. Jake Podcast. Welcome back to the Dr. Jake Podcast. I'm Dr. Jake Schmutz. I'm an integrative doctor and naturopathic physician in Salt Lake City. And in this podcast, I share with you how to heal your body down to the root causes and get your energy back without harmful drugs or surgeries. I'm here today with my co-host, Teresa, to talk about the worst foods for autoimmune conditions. I'm really looking forward uh, to this. The more that I meet people, especially women in you know my age group, the more and more I am hearing about different autoimmune conditions that they have, it is becoming a big problem. We can have all sorts of theories as to why possibly I'm, we're seeing it so often. Um, and I have a feeling some of it has to do with the food that you're about to list. Um, whether or not they, they cause it or just make it worse, you can you can dig into that a little bit more when we when we dig into it. But I see a lot of them also just, I mean, eating some atrocious foods and then wondering why they're miserable. And so, you know, at times I'll, I'll talk with them when, when it feels appropriate. You know, you have to be careful with some of those things because some people are just not ready to hear it. But hopefully they're listening to this episode today and are going to hear from you, Dr. Jake, on these worst foods. So let's jump in. Um, you have a list here. They're not necessarily in the order of what is worst or, you know, least mm -hmm. on the list. We're just going to jump in and, and, and go talk about them one by one. What is one of the first worst foods for those with an autoimmune condition? Number one worst food for those that have autoimmune conditions is wheat. Sorry, everyone. I know you love your wheat. I know you love your bread. You love your pasta. You love your donuts. I used to love all these things too. Probably love them still a little bit. But they are going to make our autoimmune condition worse if you do have an autoimmune condition and likely could lead to autoimmune condition in the future because it is a very inflammatory food. And there are a lot of people that are allergic or sensitive to this food. Just because you don't have celiac disease doesn't mean you don't have a sensitivity to it and you have the same symptoms as someone that has celiac disease. You're just not showing up on the blood tests or getting the scope that shows that you have celiac disease, but you're still having a lot of issues that are going along with that. So big things with wheat is it's inflammatory by nature. It's been changed a lot throughout our lifetime. And especially since the nineties, it has been changed a ton. We used to have long stalks of wheat that were really tall. And now we have dwarf wheat as higher gluten content. And probably the one of the biggest changes that has happened is that we spray it with tons of glyphosate. Farmers want it to dry all together because it's easier to do that. You could dry it and then you just chop it all up and then you put it into the uh, sell it. It's easier that way, but it's very harmful for our health. Glyphosate is Roundup. Many of you would be like, I would never put Roundup in my mouth. I wouldn't spray Roundup on my veggies or on my wheat right before I eat it. But guess what? That's what they're doing right before they chop it up and then they put it into powder. Guess what? That glyphosate doesn't leave. It's still there. And then we're eating it. And that's probably one of the biggest reasons why we, so many people are having wheat issues or having inflammatory autoimmune conditions because of wheat is because we're actually making wheat into a poison because we're putting tons of glyphosate on it. So bare minimum, you need to meet, eat it organic. But even if you're organic and you've already ha eaten uh, non-organic wheat, you already have that reaction. Your immune system's not used to seeing that weight. It's going to be stimulated when it gets in response to that wheat 
and you're going to have an immunological response, which then can lead to autoimmune conditions, which is your immune system cross-reacting with proteins throughout your entire body, which you could get rheumatoid arthritis attacks the joints. You could get multiple sclerosis attacks, your myelin sheaths or whatever. One of the things that I highly encourage for anybody who's like, I don't know, I don't know if it's we, I don't really want to do an elimination challenge. Like give yourself like two weeks to 30 days and get rid of wheat. It's, I mean, because you may not notice, right? You might think, I don't have a reaction. Just sure. go a couple of weeks to a month without any and just see how you feel. And then eat, eat, you know, eat a piece of bread and then see how you feel after that two weeks to 30 days. This is how I was able to figure out that I definitely had an issue. Um, I noticed within three days um, all sorts of different reactions. And then I actually, uh, you know, got to a place where I felt like I could cycle it. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not seeing those same reactions. I'm not eating it every day now. I'm only eating it, you know, once, twice a week now. And I feel those symptoms that I that I noticed, I didn't notice anymore. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was good. And then I ended up getting some lab work done because, you know, I was having these other issues. And I'm like, okay, let's go get some lab work done. Got a, like a gut test where they, uh, they tested, you know, uh, the, the lab work that I got tested not only the uh, whether or not I had a leaky gut, you know, microbiome, that kind of a thing, but also tested specifically for wheat because it's often associated with gut issues. And I, ladies and gentlemen, was off the charts, off the charts sensitive, not celiac, but I might as well be off the charts sensitive to all different, all the different proteins. It's not just gluten that's inflammatory. There's mm-hmm. all sorts, there's two other proteins that are in there. There's other things as well. Anyway, and it showed that it was actually affecting my mind. And I did not know that. I was looking for the bloat. I was looking for the bellyache. I had it down to where I wasn't noticing those effects, but it didn't, it was still affecting my mind. And so now that was enough to convince me, okay, I, I have to be really, really good specifically with wheat for me. Um, but you know, just doing an elimination challenge would be enough evidence, I think, to give you, okay, if that's happening, that I can tell what's happening that I, I'm not able to see, right? Okay. Tangent over. Dr. Jake, let's move on to the number two worst food for autoimmune conditions. Number two worst food for autoimmune conditions is dairy. I know you're going to hate me for this one too. I'm talking about some of the foods that you're probably eating the most of you've been eating your entire life, but dairy is has a ton of these saturated fats in there that are very pro-inflammatory also the proteins have been changed because what we're doing to our milk is changing it too so let's say homogenization pasteurization i'm sure majority of you are drinking milk that has this done to it that changes the protein when you change the protein the body sees it and it's like wait i haven't seen that before and your immune system gets stimulated in response to that seeing it as a foreign invader the more our immune system's overstimulated, the more potential that it's going to start seeing certain proteins in our body that are foreign to, at least they think so, and they start attacking our thyroid, for example, and give us Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So dairy is horrible because it's inflammatory because of the fatty acids in there. Also, all the growth hormones that they're putting in there, even though even if you're not getting growth hormones, it's still pro-inflammatory, the saturated fats, et cetera. So if you do have autoimmune condition, you should greatly limit your dairy maybe take it out of your diet completely and also if you have a history of it or if you just feel inflamed at all you should probably take dairy out and you probably feel a lot better now with teresa saying the elimination challenge that's great 
I think that's a really good thing to do. But if you only take out one food that you're reacting to, you might not notice anything at all because you might be reacting to all kinds of other foods. Maybe you're reacting to wheat or dairy. Maybe you're reacting, you have food sensitivities and we're not diving into that, but maybe you even reacting to some healthy foods like strawberries or uh, grapes or spinach or whatever. You might feel a little bit better taking away the wheat or other foods but you're not going to feel totally there and you're like, I don't know if I notice a lot because you probably are having a lot of other food reactions. So elimination challenge isn't perfect in that regard. You might just have a lot of other foods going on, but uh, still a good idea to see if it does work for you. You know, one of the things that I actually noticed about dairy is I actually had a lot of dairy, um, you know, issues where it hurt my belly and, and, and so forth when I would eat it. Um, and so I thought dairy was my biggest issue. And yeah. now that I've gone gluten-free – I actually noticed I handle dairy better. It was almost yeah. as if the combination was aggravating each other. The dairy made the wheat worse. The wheat made the dairy worse. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think they can team up and, you know, double inflammation. So you just become yeah. more sensitive to lots of things. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right. Number, number three, what is the third worst food for autoimmune conditions? Third worst food for autoimmune conditions is corn. So... Corn is another food that we're eating a ton of. It is in so many different foods. We had high fructose corn syrup. We had corn starch to so many different foods. A ton of packaged foods have a ton of corn. So maybe you're getting an idea is when our guts get damaged, we start reacting to the foods that we eat the most of. So a lot of these foods, you're like, I eat a ton of these. Yeah. And a lot of people are, these are the worst for them because they're damaging their gut. But also they're just inflammatory themselves. But then you could have the inflammatory nature of these foods, but then you start actually having an allergic reaction to these foods, bam, boom, that's like a huge bomb on you because you're getting both inflammatory sides and it's just horrible. So corn's horrible because of the uh, sugars that are in there, very inflammatory, plus of how they modify the corn nowadays and how it's all GMO based now. And uh, so yeah, it's a it's just a foreign molecule that our body is seeing as uh, having an immunological response to it, leading to various autoimmune conditions. And if you have an autoimmune condition, you got to take it out because it's just going to keep on inflaming you. If you ever want to get off of your immunosuppressing medications, you got to get off these foods that we're talking about. And for those of you who love tortillas as much as I do, <laughs> uh, I thought I was being good by switching from the wheat tortilla over to the corn tortilla, and then it's like, oh no, corn is a problem also for my. You know, for me, it flames up my joints and so forth. I want to highly encourage you, if you like those tortillas, to try out. There's a lot of new – just this is a great time. If you're going to have an autoimmune condition, this is the time to have it. I don't know how people did it in the 80s or the 90s. But in 2023, there are wonderful products out there. One of the ones I really enjoy is um, the Siete brand yeah. um, mm -hmm. makes almond flour tortillas and cassava flour tortillas. Mm -hmm. The ladies yeah. and gentlemen – is delicious. It's absolutely yeah, del delicious. Yeah. And you can't really tell the difference. So that's how I make my tacos mm -hmm. now um, are with those. And those are grain free. So the only time you would have an issue is if you have like an almond, if you have an almond issue, you mm -hmm. might want to switch to the cassava. I don't know anybody who has yeah, a cassava issue. Dr. Jake, does anybody have a cassava issue? <laughs> it could happen. It's just not as common. For yeah. Sure. It's more of a potato. <laughs> it really is more yeah. of like a root or something like that. Yeah. So uh, much safer for sure. All right, Dr. Jake, what is the fourth worst food for autoimmune conditions? Fourth worst food for autoimmune condition is refined sugar. So that white stuff that you have in the cupboard, 
Sorry, that's very pro-inflammatory. So the more sugar you put in your body, the more inflammation there will be. But the more refined it is, the worse it is going to be. So when I say refined sugar, it is not just that white stuff in the cupboard. I'm saying anything that is refined from its original form. I am regard that is talking about white rice. That is talking about white bread. That is talking about even uh, other forms of sugar like uh, refined coconut sugar even though it's not as bad if i had to pick and choose i do like coconut sugar more than the cane sugar but still is going to be somewhat inflammatory to the body but uh, refined cane sugar especially high fructose corn syrup even agave syrup these are all going to really inflame the body that's what they do in the body that the spike of your blood sugar causes inflammation, but also just these specific sugars will stimulate inflammatory cytokines inside your body and just inflame everything up. So we got to limit not uh, the treats, but also it's not just in treats. It's in sauces. It's in the, the pastas you're eating. It's in the even the gluten-free breads or whatever. All these things that you think that you're eating well, you need to look at the sugar content because gluten-free tends to be even higher sugar than non-gluten-free. So that's the one unfortunate thing you got to pay attention to. You know, I remember seeing that also like in the 80s when it was like the, the fat became the, the the demon of the time and yeah. everybody went fat free. The, the, the problem was is that all the fat free products, they shot up yeah. the sugar content. So everybody mm -hmm. thought they're eating healthy and it's like, no, <laughs> you're not. You're actually better off mm -hmm. almost just like eating the, the original because of yeah. uh, the amount of sugar. So you know what we need to do, Dr. Jake? I think we need to have an episode where we dig into just all the alternatives that people can jump to, um, you know, for inflammatory foods. Because, I mean, I could go on and interrupt you constantly for all of this going, oh, do <laughs> right, this instead, right. do this instead, which should be a right. whole other episode. So definitely. let's definitely pin that for um, a future episode yeah. to talk about these alternatives. Definitely. All right. Last but definitely not least, worst food for autoimmune conditions, Dr. Jake. Yeah, the fifth worst food that I want to talk about today is processed meats. Funny thing about this is we talked, uh, the worst thing you probably could eat is a bologna sandwich with white bread, right? A lot of these things we're talking about, that's going to be an autoimmune bomb. So we want to not eat the processed meats. That's the salami, that's the bologna, um, that's mo majority of sandwich meats are very processed these foods are very pro-inflammatory. For one, they have a lot of chemicals in them to make them the way they are. And number two, they have a lot of uh, fatty acids, typically really high in sat poor quality sat saturated fats that are going to be very pro-inflammatory. And it's just going to be like pouring gasoline onto your autoimmune condition and really flare it up when you continue to eat uh, these processed meats. You know, I'm already thinking of another really cool episode that we could do. <laughs> You could you you could do Dr. Jake. You could analyze like there's a guy, and he's he's eating this big Subway sandwich. He's got like the salami. He's got the cheese on it, right? Big big white bread, you know. And then he's got a bag of Doritos and a big 32 ounce Coke, right? And we can call it like the worst meal on earth, like the absolute <laughs> worst most horrible for you meal on earth. And then you yeah, just like do an episode and you break it down and you just yeah. talk about like you just you just blast this meal and mm -hmm. why it's hitting on every single one of the things that you just mentioned. Yeah, and it's I mean, sad. It's like the diet of a 20 of a 20 year old. I mean, that's what Definitely. I lived off of when I was Definitely. 20 is just mm -hmm. like sandwiches, sodas, mm -hmm. you know, that yep. kind of thing. And then we wonder why at 30, all of a sudden we feel absolutely sick and we wonder yep. what, what happened. You know, this mm -hmm. is what we did to ourselves. So 
Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Dr. Jake, thank you so much for your expertise today. For those of you who are listening and you're going, okay, I have an autoimmune condition. Um, I definitely want to get to the root cause of it. I'm seeing that I need to change my diet. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you also have some other things that you could work on besides the diet. That's a foundation. But there's other things that you could be doing to really get to the root cause of your autoimmune condition, Mm -hmm. get off the medications even, and feel better. And you can do that by talking to Dr. Jake and the other doctors at his office. Dr. Jake, can you please share with us how can your listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, visit our website, integrativemedica.com. Find our phone number there. Give my receptionist a call. Set up an appointment with me or some of my other great doctors. Also, you can set it up just directly from our website to and set up your visit there. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a positive review and we'll see you next week. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrative, M-E-D-I-C-A.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.